0: Please listen carefully.
1: Uh, Should we talk about what we were like in high school for this episode? I mean.
0: What's up, nerds? Welcome to another episode of Everyone and Their Sister. My name is Christina. I'm Natasha. And I'm Stephanie. This week's episode is all about the Netflix movie, The Half of It. Uh, we watched it some of us a couple weeks ago, some of us very recently, and we wanted to talk a little bit about like this new style of like romantic comedy slash is it even a romantic comedy? Um, and we'll talk about that today. But does somebody want to give the synopsis of The Half of It first, and we'll start
1: with them? Should I read it from Google because it's literally a line? Yeah, <laughs> Shy. Inter- a shy, introverted student helps the school jock woo a girl whom secretly they both want. That's pretty perfect.
2: That is pretty yeah, good.
1: Yeah, I was succinct. The core Ellie Chu is what- a hustler, basically. <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> has her side hustle of writing people's papers and getting $20. She should be p- charging more. I'm just going to throw that out there.
2: Totally agreed. If she were white, she would be charging more.
1: <laughs> uh, bless her soul. Um, And Paul Munsky wants to wants to what's the word acquire her services wants her to write these love notes for aster um and then ellie doesn't want to do that but eventually obviously they fa- she's falling in love with aster and paul's falling in love with ellie so it's like a tangled web they weave together
2: and I think there's, like, an element at the beginning where you, there's an understanding that Ellie might have already liked Aster before. Yeah.
1: Oh, I I don't think that's, like, a point. She yeah.
0: kind of agrees to do all of this because she has feelings for Aster exactly. and because she needs the money.
2: Yeah. And, like, at first she refuses, but then there's, like, the whole electricity bill situation. So there's also, like, this whole backstory with her father um, and how, like, her family immigrated into the small town.
1: Squamish. After-
2: Squamish, yeah
1: i thought it was squamish and they fucked it up but it's squamish
2: <laughs> squamish um and he's like a like a engineer for trains what is that called again I think he's just an engineer it's a locomotive <laughs> engineer i don't know i mean the the word engineer still applies <laughs> i guess that's true he's an engineer and because of like the casual racism of the town and like a lot of other elements including her mother dying her dad ends up getting stuck in this town, not getting promoted in any way. And then she kind of ends up doing his job for him because they kind of live at the station and he just does not leave his apartment or stop watching old white people movies. He's clearly, like, depressed. Yeah, he's
1: a little depressed. Yeah, they're I mean, coding him for, for many years. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I guess over the course of the movie, Paul falls in love with Ellie... Because they spend so much time together. Because they have a nice, beautiful friendship together. And she's a lovely Um, person. They're both, all of them are, like, everyone in this movie was lovely. There's not one except for Trigg, whose real name in real life is Wolfgang. Just want to throw that out there. (laughs) So that's everything you you need to know about him.
0: Should have kept his name as Wolfgang in the movie. That would have been uh, even better than Trigg. Wolfgang Novogratz. Like, what a name. So as time goes on, um Paul has now sort of like fallen in love with Ellie, but at the same time, he's kind of trying to date Aster because there is a, a level where he hasn't sort of realized how into Ellie he is yet. Mm-hmm. So Aster and uh Paul start going on dates, but he can't say anything because he doesn't like the whole relationship that Aster and Paul have created is actually Aster and Ellie. Um with her basically like texting him under the guise of being Paul and they're having just like very elaborate conversations about art and poetry and life being stuck in a small town and just with like feelings that Paul might have but definitely doesn't have the ability to articulate like that's something that comes across a lot in the movie so he doesn't know what
1: love is basically
0: That's yeah. He
1: he's like he knows he has an idea of what romantic love is, but yeah.
0: And he's attracted to Aster and they have a great storyline with Paul too, I will say, of like understanding that he has this idea of what his life is supposed to look like. Um and I think he's looking for ways to fit that, but at the same time, he's also just like a genuinely nice person. Mm -hmm. Um to a certain extent, like up until some mistakes that happened in the movie. Um which I was
1: shocked by, genuinely shocked by. Yeah. So
0: I mean it was important though.
1: Yes. <laughs> that he that is. he was a bit of an asshole for a bit? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and what where that asshole moment comes down to is we're at the moment where Aster and Ellie have hung out together, Ellie and Paul have hung out together, and Paul and Aster have hung out together, but the only people who think that there's any kind of romantic interest there is Paul and Aster together. But it turns out Paul is realizing that he's actually in love. Well, what he thinks is in love with Ellie instead. So he kisses her, um, like, underneath the bleachers of a sports game, whatever, doesn't matter. And Aster walks in on them. And Ellie, like, stops it. She's like, what the fuck? I don't want this. Because the whole way you're kind of coded that I think for her, she's probably a lesbian completely. Like, she doesn't seem to be interested in any men whatsoever and just interested in Aster. Um, and then it turns into a whole thing where Aster is like, holy shit, the guy that I'm into and the girl that I'm probably also very into <laughs> are making out. Paul realizes based on the way that Ellie looks at Aster, that Ellie is actually interested in Aster. And that's how she's been able to, um, like say all these beautiful things about love and about how great Aster is. And then Ellie is faced with the fact that Aster has now seen them make out. And the fact that Paul has just kissed her when she does not want that. And that he's now realized that she's a lesbian and he, like, because they're in this horrible Christian little town, he tells her straight up. He's like, wait, you're into her. He's like, you're going to hell. And I then kept it's being like, why did working. they keep,
1: why do they keep bringing up religion and God? I'm like, it, it was too many times that I thought it was so weird. And then it was too, for this point for him to be like, this is a sin. And that's yeah. shook me. <laughs> I was like, I didn't yeah. expect that's what would be his reaction.
0: Yeah. It's a very like small town vibe like um, old then,
1: school thinking, but I guess that's the point, right? That's a small town in America. They all
2: go to the same church. Like it makes yeah. sense
1: in yeah, and also and like Astor's
2: father is the priest, right?
0: Yeah. Astor's father, yeah. And then it all uh culminates in this classic teen drama moment, where in the public setting, in this case, in the church, Trig, who is Astor's actual like boyfriend, who is the worst, and obviously you hate him. And he is like, at max, they're still in high school. At maximum, this man is 18 years old and in the middle of a Sunday mass proposes to Aster in front of her father and everyone. And everyone is so excited. They're so happy about this. Um, and then Astra's like, I don't know what's going on. But Ellie chooses to use that moment to like have her random, heartworking speech that, like, no matter how sweet it is, it's impossible to watch. Cause I'm like, girl, you're in public. Like
1: yes. you are. I gasped so many <laughs> times during that scene because people keep popping up <laughs> yeah. with their monologues.
2: Like, I'm pop- like, what? and then she just keeps going and you're like, Oh my god, this is so it's so cringy, but I can't stop. It was. And then we end
0: up with you know, everything has happened. Aster is not going to marry Trig, but she, um, and she decides she's going to go to a university somewhere else, probably. Ellie is into Aster, but, and they have like their beautiful romantic kiss in the middle of the road outside of like some random shop, which was amazing. But she wants to go to university and, and not, she doesn't want to be in like a romantic relationship. And Aster is not ready to be in a romantic relationship with a woman is kind of the vibe you're left with. And Paul apologizes, and like Ellie helps him make his life a little bit better, and it all like wraps up pretty neatly. But it wraps up, I think, with everybody in like a friendship. There, it doesn't wrap up with any kind of like romantic thread yeah. left, except for a possible what if eventually down the line between Ellie and Aster.
2: And I think it's because like this movie, like Steph has mentioned, not quite mm-hmm. a romantic comedy, but it is about identity. They're still learning who they are, and so I like mean, it at is the about end, of the-
1: love like it is it's a different kind and,
2: of love and sexuality and all that even like even race um yeah. and like you're sort of left with like this whole thing at the end where they're like like they can't know who they're going to be There can't be like a happy ever after because it's not the end right like there's going to be more they're going to develop they're going to change yeah. and maybe somewhere along the lines Ellie will end up with Aster but maybe she won't like it's just it's kind of left up there
1: i mean and i like that cuz i'm like do you even know who you are at 18 no no not at so all. this is where
0: I end up torn because on a personal level, I love it. I love that they don't end up with anybody. I love that there's no idea that like you meet your soulmate in high school. And I think there needs to be way more comedies and way more stories in general that are just about like being okay with not being with somebody. And like, that doesn't have to be your life. And that doesn't have to be your plan. And it just doesn't have to be what you're doing in this moment. But at the same time, it does often feel like that ends up happening to queer stories more than straight stories. And so there's a part of me that just like, but just let my little lesbian be happy. Like I loved her. She was adorable. She also deserves to have like a young love and like Aster is fine as fuck. Like you could also would have been very happy if they just like had a little romance and they left that shitty little town and they got to have like a great like lesbian version of a straight romance where they're just happy forever. Like I wanted that for them and I like the ending because I'm so torn because like there's part of me that again wants more endings like that, but it does feel frustrating when it feels like that doesn't happen enough to like straight relationships or like it's coming up as popular at the same time that queer love stories are coming up as popular. And like right now I just, you know, I thought this was going to be a little bit more like a like a lesbian love Simon where they might have that's what and- i was
1: that was the movie i was thinking i'm like what's the latest teen queer ro- ro- is it a romance yeah romance movie that i've seen and it was love simon which love that fucking movie also <laughs> <laughs> loved it a lot yeah. um i don't i don't know but it's like is it realistic that they could be together in that town i don't oh think yeah and so. you're right no. so maybe and then i, I said at the end because we, we were watching it through a netflix party i'm like i could see this being a sequel to this movie.
2: Which people didn't and
1: people didn't think it was Shanice? You didn't think uh, it would be, but I don't know. I don't. I think it's wrong because maybe. I mean, how many queer romances do you have a sequel to? Not many. You could make a sequel to this easily. And that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, maybe they come back. Whatever, it set it up for a sequel to me.
0: and I would I would love that for that same reason. I what was also harsh is I watched so I watched the half of it, and then that same weekend I ended up watching um, the second season of Homecoming and the season of Little Fires Everywhere. And just as a spoiler for those two, it was just like a really brutal weekend for like lesbian romances in general. Like no one ends up just happy and in love. And it was like,
1: can you just... Sorry, is Little Fires anywhere? Who is together in that?
0: Um, There is a like lesbian teen girl.
1: Oh, the, I thought it was Reese line. Witherspoon and Carrie watching And I was like, hold on. I've been really sleeping be- on this.
0: That would be an amazing twist, but no, there's a, the, one of Reese Witherspoon's kids is oh, okay. clearly, like, uh, queer, and she has, like, a girl that she's in love with who's, like, bullying her at school now oh. that used to be her friend. It's, like, a whole thing, and then there's also some, like, um, queer elements with Carrie Washington's character as well, but they go more into depth, but, like, at the end, no one who is lesbian just ends up in a happy, loving relationship, and that's all I want. <laughs> But I did still love the half of it, and I do appreciate the message of like, I like a friend, I like a friendship love story too, and I really, really liked Ellie and Paul's friendship.
1: It was very sweet. Like, yeah, it, it honestly, hurt a
0: lot when he said the "you're gonna go to hell" because whew. like they built him
2: up in such a way that you were like, what a betrayal. So here's not like it's not like a hot take, but like I mean, go for your hot take. What do we think of straight people playing? gay people in movies and tv shows like they do it happens like literally constantly and it's all the time but like i feel like this is like it's kind of veering into like the how trans people should be played by trans people because they're out there the actors are out there but like what do we think of this one because she's definitely straight um do we know that for sure yeah i checked
1: (laughs) is she bisexual did she say that? Or did she say she Doesn't cool say up? that, but oh, okay. she's dating a
2: white boy who is very hot.
1: <laughs> it also it's that... wild. It's wild to me when you go on their Instagram and they look nothing like your
2: character and you're like You oh, know, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, that's makeup, I guess. Is that the I... actress that plays Ellie? Is that Leah? Yeah, Leah Lewis. She's dating um a guy named coincidentally Payson Lewis. They're not married. <laughs> um Yeah, doesn't I don't know. The same question it's like if you're
1: reading like male male romances, and they're written See, by they're women. they're all written by
0: women. Uh, yeah, and
1: I have a problem with that. <laughs> like well, and that's the thing; it's like the audience for that is women.
2: Yeah, straight women. And uh, it's, I don't know. And it's kind of like um, what is it called? It's fetish. Fetish. Yeah. It right. So it's just kind of iffy for me. Um, but this I one wanna, like, I want to I want to give the benefit of
1: the the benefit of the doubt that the like director had like an open casting call for anyone. But I don't know if that happened. I don't know.
0: In an ideal world... So, in an ideal world, I want people who are playing gay characters who don't have the ability... Who don't often get the chances to play straight characters to, at the bare minimum, be given the opportunity to play the few queer characters (laughs) that come up. I think it's more important to me that the writers and the people who actually make the movie are queer because at the end of the day they're that's the true. ones telling the story and i think it would be more obvious to have someone writing it who that's is true. writing it from like a and i, I think you find that because we were talking about hollywood earlier
1: yeah there are
0: times in hollywood where you can tell that like the person who wrote the story um for the like young black actress oh yeah for like, sure her experience was absolutely ryan murphy or ian brennan and not yeah. Janet mock yeah. like you can tell those moments and that's so why i think that's more important but obviously, yeah, I want to see more people and I who think are like, queer get a chance to play themselves.
2: The other struggle is also, like, that would be asking them to self-identify when they might not want to. True. Um, which could be a possibility. Yeah. And then it's
1: also, like, the, the other factor, I think, is, like, you have two actors. And let's say there's no chemistry there. Your movie's going to flop because no one's going to be wanting to watch them together. So it's, like, also dependent on how the chemistry between them works. And maybe they're not picking up the right person. I don't know. It's It's hard. I don't think I have a right answer to this. Yeah. yeah i don't it's think tough.
0: it's i don't think it's easy at all i like again in an ideal world that's what i want i want to get to a point where this shit is possible um or where so many queer actors are playing straight characters that it, again it feels like it's yeah. fine because a big yeah. thing about trans char- trans actors being able to play trans characters too is that they're often not cast in anything else that's true so it's like at the bare absolute bare minimum please cast them to pay themselves yeah uh, but in an ideal world, you know, maybe not, but no, it would be better if if you could, and then maybe that's also harder when you're talking about a teen movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, yeah, you young and your identity is gonna change a lot, I think, as time that's goes on. True,
1: yeah.
0: I really like I think the generation after us for like Gen Z that they're really open with just being like,
1: "This is who I am,
0: yeah, identifying themselves really early on, but also being fairly open to the idea that that identity is not a constant. And that your your life can change a bit, which I think is
2: interesting. Like, everything is fluid. Things change. Do you find that they kind of, like, glossed over Trig almost, like, attacking Ellie outside? Do you remember that moment where she was, like, with the bike? Oh, and she
0: was, like, clearly all scared. And he was like, it's fine. I can tell you're into me.
2: Yeah. And he was just, like, trying to force her to kiss him. And I was just like, uh.
0: Yeah. there's an element of that that's probably – we were literally just talking about this. There's an element that's probably realistic of, like, all the horrible things that happen to women, particularly young girls, on average, and they just become part of our lives. Like, oh, I was the silly one that made the decision to go biking in a tank top when it's, like, no, that's a completely appropriate thing to wear to bike. It's hot. You're sweating.
1: Yeah. Let but me like wear my Hollister thing. tiny, tiny shorts with the zipper that's maybe one centimeter <laughs> out in public, okay? <laughs>
0: that is your decision and you serve to walk around and do that however you want and like there's an element of just like you get used to those like horrible things happening to
2: you yeah but it was just like it was so like glossed over i totally forgot about it at some point and then like when he was doing the proposal in the church i was like wait this asshole i was half paying attention to
1: that part and i didn't read it as him forcing on her but i was probably not Mm
2: -hmm. like him just being a dick unless her dad had showed up i feel like it could have gotten worse true i
1: mean yeah we probably would have kissed movie. her yeah. yeah yeah but overall don't it really half watched watch a movie like me <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean, it some of these are some movies are made to be half watched it's fine <laughs> that's true there's a joy and there's a certain kind of joy in like this is just like i'm paying attention to it i'm into it but it's like background noise slightly Like, the way Natasha uh, considers this podcast, apparently.
2: Whoa. Wow. I (laughs) definitely was paying attention. I was just staring at photos, okay? It's fine. (laughs) I could
0: see it. I could see
2: the light hit your face. (laughs) Basically, from my glasses,
1: both of you. That's because I'm blind-ish. Yeah, that's an actual thing that we need. I can't see far away. My eyes are just getting bad. I'm getting old. (laughs) My gray hair's shown up, but I still have acne, and then my eyesight is going. (laughs)
0: I don't want to talk about the gray hair situation.
1: Do you have some?
0: I have so many. And I am 28. This is unfair. That's what I'm
1: saying, Christina. It just popped up all of a sudden. and I'm like, what the
0: fuck? I don't like it. And yes. I don't respect it. And I don't like that I'm sitting here with gray hair talking about a movie made for 15 year olds.
1: Well, like I said, I am I feel like I'm in the body of my 2008 <laughs> year old self and I can't get out. Maybe don't, they're all like stress hairs. I think that it probably
0: is. It, likely, yes. That's what it is.
1: My mom my, yelled at me and she's like, stop thinking we're going to die. I'm like, I can't leave this house. It's okay. bringing a More people
0: need to think we're going to die, okay? A little more people need to take this whole thing a lot more seriously. Netflix is putting out this content so you'll stay indoors. It's Respect true. it.
2: Well, my rating, I can start. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is uh, nine sausage tacos. Oh out my of God, ten... that was what I was going to Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, nine sausage tacos out of ten lesbian skinny dips. <laughs> Oh, the the lesbian scene.
1: The tension there.
0: I have to say, the whole time we were watching that, at that point, I don't think it was super clear. It became clear, I think, after that hot spring that. Aster was clearly into ellie a little bit but up until then it could have just been Aster being a friend and the whole time i was like if this girl ends up completely straight i'm gonna lose my mind
2: this is am- toward this is so mean to do this to this poor little lesbian girl she doesn't even, deserve this even like the way Aster was like coming at her she this, was flirty yeah. yeah she was very flirty and i was like i this is Listen, why lesbians are always confused
0: that's exactly what i said to you <laughs> exact thought process during that whole thing i was like if this girl ends up completely straight and not into her you are just hurting the next generation okay
1: (laughs) i mean i went to myself like oh my god like what was i mean to someone that i didn't realize but then i'm like
0: can i say something you have that energy stuff is absolutely but i'm but i'm clueless a little little baby's life
1: i don't think i know any lesbians when i was i don't know any lesbians i I don't think (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> i'm not sure uh, but also i think we've been clear uh identity is fluid it's not just about knowing lesbians. lesbian so knowing a little bi a little pan
1: i know you're right i don't know someone in your life i'm just um, saying for sure yeah vibes
0: you you absolutely <laughs> cause them heartache without even realizing i feel bad
1: because <laughs> i'm clueless <laughs> well i'm like who were people out in your high school i had like maybe two people and that's it
2: mm, no nobody in my in high, high school either. Going okay, so the, I was
1: ahead. How, well, me and Christina are the same age. You are like what? Not she's 10 a years. dinosaur. From the time kids now, so how many? It was, yeah,
2: it was pretty different. Like, even the people that I know in my high school that are, like, out now definitely hit it really well in high school. Yeah. I think they had to. Um, I know many people who did not hide
0: it very well that were not out then but are now. But I also really appreciate the, like, even without knowing each other, you sort of find your people
2: like the number of people
0: that I knew in high school that are now out that at the time everybody was like what do you mean I would never admit
2: this and we were like okay but we know but there was one guy who ended up being gay and he dated so many girls in our high school and I was just like did he come out
1: in high school or afterwards
2: afterwards so I was just like oh he was definitely covering his tracks (laughs) Poor thing. I know I was just like could you imagine that you feel like you have to do that
1: that's what I mean. That's, I'm like happy that some people could come out in high school and, like, we had leadership camp and he, this is going to get cut out because I don't want this person to kill me, but like leadership camp, he like wrote a poem to his crush and he like, and he's like, I hope he knows that I, blah, 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 in front of the whole camp. <gasps> oh. And I was like, who is it? Write a movie! <laughs> and I was like, tell me who this is! Uh, but that he did not is- tell me who it was.
0: That is why so many tea dramas have that big, like, super public moment because people actually do insane things like this. Like, I just remember high school just being so embarrassed by life all the time. But like still somehow having the confidence to pull this shit off.
2: Bro. You guys, what is the most embarrassing thing you've done for a crush slash anybody you liked in high school? Like, I have done some embarrassing shit.
1: <laughs> you're not you're gonna be shocked, but nothing that I can think of.
2: Really? yeah me neither i don't think so i, okay. I didn't like anybody in high school I, there was this one There's guy who not. like dated one of my friends this is like the worst part and once they broke up i was like free free reign i know it's terrible and then i it, we had like these gym classes and they used to set. i don't know if they still do this but they used to separate gym class by gender which was fucking stupid so it was like boys versus girls. Oh, yeah, girls. Same. And so like our one gym, they would just divide in half yep. and we had indoor stuff and you'd be like, I don't know, like running around or whatever. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this. <laughs>
1: now you have to. I'm, I'm shocked that you would go this up there. going
2: life. in Man. the episode? I know. Whatever. He knows. <laughs> 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 um, I found out that he really liked Craig David.
1: <laughs> Who's that?
2: He's a singer. Oh, okay. Oh, I've heard this story. If you look before. him up, I'm sure I'm sure you'll recognize. He did that song like What's Your Flavor or like the other songs. Seven something, whatever. Go anyway. back to your story. Anyway, I found out he really liked him. So in front of both gym classes, I was like, hey, I have a gift for you. And I literally had wrapped up a Craig David CD and gave it to him. Uh. Not his birthday. Not anything. Everybody was watching. It's fucking fine. (laughs) It was the most. And he was like, oh, thanks. This is great. And then he gave me a hug and it was fine.
1: I got, uh, nothing ever
2: happened after that.
1: Embarrassment. (laughs)
2: And then I moved away, so it was great. (laughs) But, like, hello, the balls you had to do that is incredible. Insane, because I was, like, I was so embarrassed about it, and I would never in my life ever tell him I liked him, but... This was high school? This was high school. It was grade nine. The fucking balls. Holy shit.
1: Did I do anything embarrassing? I don't think so. I didn't really like anyone...
0: That's one thing I'm very grateful for. That, like I was too preoccupied worrying about my own self in high school to be interested in anyone. Thank God.
1: I was just a judgy probably. Judgy's little asshole. But then again, I had known these people for like how long? Since grade one, like kindergarten. So I'm like, if you didn't impress me then, you're not gonna
2: start impressing me now. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, when I switched schools, um, I didn't new really pool. like me because it was like yeah, yeah it was like a, pool. No, no. It was a new pool of people, but I hated every single one of them. And so like Anytime somebody would make a comment that uh, appeared flirty or like whatever, I was such a bitch. <laughs> I was like, I'm not fucking interested. I don't
1: think anyone liked me also. Like that's, but again, I guess yeah, I'm, cl- I'm clueless. People tell me later on, years, la- years later, oh, this person really liked you. Did I have any idea? None. So I'm just clueless and dumb. Now I wish I did something embarrassing.
0: I would say shout out to that uh, meme that I've seen recently, which I really uh, identify with, which is not, nobody having a crush on me in my, uh, in high school whatsoever is part of my character narrative.
1: Oh, uh, you want to hear something <laughs> someone did to me that they liked me and they would do? What? what? They would walk their dog, so they lived around the me. they would walk their dog by my house every day. Oh my God. Just so to weird. see if I would come out. <laughs> did they tell you that? <laughs> later on <laughs> oh well, it's okay this person also asked me on, and i had no idea i was like oh yeah sure like let's go like <laughs> you thought just you just hang out oh my god that's so good my mom would be like oh yeah i see him every day at 8 30 <laughs> <laughs> that is so classic you <laughs> a fucking idiot
2: <laughs> i did there was one guy who liked me who i thought <laughs> And who I, I kind of liked as well, but I didn't realize that he liked me. And so we we're like talking all the time. And so he used he used a crush on a friend, crush on a friend as an excuse to talk to me more so that I would like try to help him get this girl, but he was trying to use those techniques on me. It's literally the plot of a movie. Yeah, I know I, it is. But he, he never ended up using them and then he ended up using them on that girl and they did end up going out. You Jesus. were, like, too good at helping him. And then I found out, like, three girlfriends later, there was one girlfriend who really, really hated me, and I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with her? And then I found out it's because he would always just talk about me. <laughs> See? Don't you hate? You find out years later. <laughs> yeah. And then like I remember, like, uh, my my friend Mariam, my best friend Mariam from high school, she was just like, you didn't know that he liked you? And I was just like, no.
1: <laughs>
2: I don't think people realize how dumb people can be. Like, you're in your own little
1: thing, and you're like, um...
2: Fucking spell it out for me.
1: (laughs) I need someone walking by my... No, I need someone to tell me why someone's walking by
2: my house with their dog at the same time. Don't be obscure. Don't come with me with a lie and then be like, but I've liked you this whole time. And I'm like, no, come
0: to me with a Craig David CD on a random day. Oh, my God.
2: Well, you know, okay,
1: here's something embarrassing. You know when you would send candy canes to so, to like oh, my your, god, yes. oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! And then yes. you would, and then and then you'd sit there and you'd be like, "Who sent me to <laughs> Canyon?" Oh my god! Kids are awful. I would never want to do this ever. <laughs> oh my god! Ew! <laughs> how did <laughs> I survive? Yes. Oh Jesus! Oh
2: god! This high school talk. I'm like so sweating. It's <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: sweating <laughs> with embarrassment and shame and like? Con- yeah. <laughs> this is class. Yeah, you are
2: reverting to your high school self. Oh. <laughs>
1: Oh, I didn't rate this. Right. Okay. It's going to be four adolescent embarrassment uh, situations out of five unrequited loves that I didn't have because I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I will
0: give this one an uh, 8.5 uh, hot springs, just like lesbian teasing hot springs
1: mm-hmm.
0: out of 10 platonic love stories. Solid. I think all pretty similar almost perfect just like little little bit of reasons that it wasn't quite but it was genuinely very very good and we are recording this episode because uh we had initially talked about doing it it was Steph's idea in the first place I would like to put that into the world it was, was it Steph's idea? yes it was she was like oh let's watch the half of it and let's talk about that because we've talked about what movie should we all watch and then talk about um and you literally Stephen
2: first- sent us the trailer stuff <laughs>
0: You did. You did. I mean, it Uh, looked good. And so because she said Uh, that, went out, watched it. um, But a couple weeks went by and we had never recorded. So it didn't seem like it was going to happen. And then Mediaversity, which is my favorite media review site, which I think I've talked about on the show before. Um, because they specifically review things not just from like the technical aspect of like technically is the movie good but then they specifically rate things like from a gender balance and a gender representation and then a race representation and an LGBT representation and they add in certain points sometimes for uh, or takeaway points is there's anything about uh, disability representation and I've really loved it because I started reading them it, one of their like it's a pretty early on I think one of their like Top 10 reviews, like from their very first 10 posts, is Moonlight. And I think that's the Mm -hmm. first review I read from them. And then they really got me with their Wonder Woman review because there was something about Wonder Woman that just like did not quite sit right with me. And then I read this review where I was like, those are the words, those are the words I was looking for. And so since then, I've read every review, even if I haven't watched the thing they're talking about. And they posted a review of the half of it, which is just so well done and so insightful. And even goes into a little bit about how like, aster is clearly latina but it's -hmm. this very like generic what kind and they don't really talk about it at all like somehow her father has managed to become like very influential in this community he's the priest but like they're still you know a minority family of some unidentifiable source but at least it is some kind of representation so they, they were, reviewed it, and I was like, well, this is so good. There's literally no reason for us to talk about this whatsoever. At this point, I feel like it would just be shitty in comparison. But then they replied to our tweet. They read my whole life, and they said that we should do it. So now we're doing it exclusively for them
2: and for, I think it was Alice Lee. You know what's interesting not to, like, get back into it? I
1: also have a, po- uh, yeah. a point that I thought
2: of. <laughs> it's interesting how, like, they show this, like, latina like um minority family like the father does really well in that family but like in ellie Chu's family like it's the opposite right like her father's like falling apart their family's kind of like it feels kind of broken versus like Astor's family is very like full and there's so many of them and it's like you know what i mean
0: i i think you know and this is just a very like assumption based on what I can kind of see with what they were maybe going for is the difference between assimilating and not. Mm -hmm. Astor's family really inserts themselves into the community. They speak English quite a bit. There isn't really a huge accent or language barrier. And I think that even the fact that they're Latinas is kind of generic and it's not specific to being like um, Puerto Rican or Mexican or like European Spanish even is an element of maybe that identity being a little bit lost or a little bit not as heavy. Whereas Ellie Chu's identity and particularly her father who barely speaks English is like right at the forefront of who they are. They have not made attempts to lose parts of themselves to assimilate into this community. And obviously because of that, this community has no love for them whatsoever.
2: Yeah, Like they have
0: just racism and nothing
2: else. There's also this like element of like it's kind of strange because like, I've recently been reading about this, so it's kind of new to me. Um, I don't know if you guys heard of, like, the the model minority myth at all? Mm-hmm. Okay, so essentially, like, this, like, situation kind of goes against that completely in a way because it talks about how certain minorities... And it, it, basically, the model minority situation is about how certain minorities are representing i'm doing qu- air quotes here like a model for other minorities as in they're better than other minorities like asians are seen as smarter the ideal family size they're like like they're like the perfect family like the nuclear family and it's kind of like imitating what white people think is the model minority but it's not necessarily true it's it's like the the representation is skewed because they're focusing on something from like the 1960s where these families had already assimilated into the U.S. or Canada or whatever and like in a lot of cases like it doesn't take into fact like immigration or like the like any caste issues like caste differences or like any sort of socioeconomic differences that would be between families because there's such a wide range within like a single race and like this kind of goes against that because like in this case the Asian family isn't the model and like Pastor's family kind of is which is which is interesting because like if you go by the model minority myth like her family wouldn't be at the top of that and it kind of like counters that which is kind of interesting if you look at it that way i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but maybe that could come down to the idea too of like and again this is just like an off the cuff
0: kind of comment but like the idea of more than anything the assimilation or the fitting in or the losing yeah. parts of yourself being more important than even anything else. Yeah. When with regards to like this story and this representation of these two particular families.
1: That's true, yeah. Do they have a restaurant?
0: Uh Paul's family sells sausages because
1: i think at the end of the movie aster comes out of a mexican restaurant i don't know what my thought was. Did they have a restaurant i can't remember think anything was, do now. they own that restaurant because it's kind of like they're the only other i
0: mean they would that was also a thing like they were the only people of color at all that's,
1: that's what i'm mean. saying is i'm like they have a restaurant right i don't know what's she I, Can I can't Google remember this guys i
0: cannot we're remember.
2: professionals <laughs>
0: Because it's been, because I've heard the previous comment, me and Nat watched this weeks ago.
2: So maybe ago. I am right, because I watched
0: it
1: two days ago. Two days ago. So maybe you can confirm for us, Steph. <laughs> I think it is a Mexican restaurant.
0: It it It's possible. that's could That could be what it is. The only particular restaurant thing I remember is, is Paul's family making those sausages, yeah. and that being a big deal. And, like, that was also such a dumb, stupid storyline, but it was so cute, and I love that, like, his dream is to just make different kinds of sausages, and so he starts making sausages with, like, different... Um, uh, different ingredients in them and like using like allspice
1: that's and, what i like, kind of want shit. i want a sequel because i'm like how is this man who's clearly gonna stay at home how's their friendship gonna work when she's out <laughs> saving the world and shit
2: she's out saving the world
1: here's my here's the thought that i had before i'm like ken is it important that a queer person in a queer movie says that they are queer because she doesn't say it fully ever does she like do you no. think that's important do no, you think because you
2: don't technically really know that she is a lesbian she could be something she, so like are, something
1: else so is it important that it was never said what do you think i would love
0: for us to get to that point as a society i think right now there's not enough representations of queer people who say it out loud and who like identify themselves with a name and i think that could be helpful in this movie too because there is that element of like is it that you're a lesbian is it that you're bisexual could it be something else and like like
1: her like yeah one person yeah. and, and like,
2: it's, it's like hard to like label something where she's still kind of learning who she is
1: yeah that's what i liked about this movie
2: yeah at the end I, it
1: wasn't all tied up
0: i understand where this was going and i think like it's probably the right choice for this movie but my view i guess would be in a society where we just don't have enough representation of people going out there and saying like this character is probably saying that they're a bisexual Um, and giving that like positive representation for people it kind of sucks like it's nice in that people can decide that those characters are whatever they want and they can use it as a representation for them if they'd like
1: i wonder if you had like a a 10 year old person watch this movie and if they would pick up on it i wonder i mean i assume they would
0: i i would hope like again maybe like the next generation will feel like they have more representation and so they don't necessarily need it as much i constantly miss it i do even though i like i said I, I love ambiguity in that kind of sense of like there's fluidity you don't have to name it it doesn't have to be the identity you have forever if that's what, what you want but at the same time like when you look around how many characters are actually lesbians are actually gay or actually bisexual like there's so few of them that you can point to they said their identity at this point yeah and there are so many different identities now that kind of look similar so, like, there is a big difference between... There is maybe a big difference between bisexual and pansexual, depending on who you ask and what day it is and what phase the moon is in. Um, so, like, there is a a difference in that and trying to figure that out. It's complex, but I'm so, glad we yeah. had this conversation. That My big thing from the beginning was always being like, I don't know how to feel because on the one hand, I love that they're not together, but also I wanted them to be together. But I did love I mean, the at the end. I mean, you just love happy I like ending. that she had her big... For, like, a a teen movie, absolutely. Oh, Oh, I
1: love Simon Ferris Wheel ride. Never went through a, like, transformation, like a blow-up transformation she's stuck to, (laughs) her true self.
2: Well, I think what we're just trying to say here is we want more movies. That is what we're trying to
1: say. (laughs) Because, like, at a certain point,
0: you can't expect one movie to do everything. Exactly. So, like, I think the decisions that this movie made were all pretty on point, but in A Better World... It wouldn't have to have also been
2: a million other things. It's just a taste of what we really want. What's
1: one movie that you want
2: made?
0: I want a queer fake dating.
1: Ooh, Mm
0: -hmm. good one. And I don't know what else I want about it. I just know that I want a queer fake dating. I just love fake dating so much, guys.
1: And like, I want him. I want an enemies (laughs) to lovers hockey romance. Specifically, they can be rivals. On a ho- two different rivals on a hockey team. They could be on the same team. They could basically I want him him the book into a movie that's what I would personally love to see. Give me that immediately. Would eat it up. Watch it every day. If you make this movie, I'll watch it every day in person.
0: And I need for some reason I need Matt Bomer to be one of the hockey players, despite everything about him that was oh you my God. That he would never be a hockey
1: player. I will also take oh a God. romance. These are all books I've read. <laughs> Again. <laughs> we we discussed the problem with MM romance by women but whatever they're still they're still good um the hockey ho- the hockey manager general manager and one of the players getting together Ooh. i would mm. also take that in a female
2: format yes and i would, would take that, any I'd of like, those i'd Ooh. like to see a thruple story i oh, think yeah. that is underrated it. it's not done where are the thruples
0: mm-hmm. i love a good thruple and i have to say shout out to a lot of international uh shows particularly teen shows because the only two times i've seen seen representations of thruples lately um or like i and to oh my, my God, memory at all was elite <laughs> even though that ended in a weird way and um blood and water the new South African. oh i haven't show. watched that one yet y'all blood and water is so good and then the thruple thing is like a suggestion of like perhaps it could happen in the next season because this one character is like but i love them both and like you see him trying to convince the two that like I think they could all be in this relationship together. So I don't know where it's gonna go, but like I'm like, I I, I, seeing that in North American shit, yo. I just mm-hmm. want to see one
2: triangle that they're like, yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, why not? I mean, that they they briefly talked about that in the show we were just talking about with the politician. They had that.
2: Oh yeah, that's there where that was a throuple. Um, surprisingly, <laughs> because they're not gonna want me to bring this up but in what was it was it so eclipse it was or was it new what was the second oh, right uh, well?
1: uh new
0: that man. was absolutely not that was based on your recollection your recount of it in our chat that was taylor being like but you don't have to love just one person you so can love could and i was like is he suggesting a throuple <laughs> yeah that was uh, also just so that he could also date bella one, be
1: of the mo- one of the most recent cassandra clare books had a throuple in it
2: Really? She, that does not surprise me. I do feel I, like.
1: People say a lot of brutal, about her, but like she will include a lot of things.
2: She definitely I, would be one of those women that write male, male. was
1: <laughs> a, yeah. like a male, male woman. Male, male, male female.
2: She <laughs> does. And but I also that. think like. An MMF? An MMF,
1: The
0: most respectful way possible. I do believe that it's part of her like. Brand
2: mm, fan fiction life. But the, when I
1: read yeah things, like first like, <laughs> thing, people were yelling at her being like, There's too many like gay queer romance in this book. And I'm like, fucking let her live, let her do whatever the fuck. They're like, it's not historically accurate. And she's like, just because oh yeah, it's not in the history books doesn't mean it didn't happen. I'm like, Very correct tricky. Cassandra Clare correct. This is
0: what gets so frustrating. It's like even somebody who is sometimes doing something for the wrong reason can still be right in what they're doing. Like, I don't agree with the feedback that, like, straight people are messaging her about there's too much gay content in her shit. Like, that's ridiculous. She should keep it. But as someone who has read some of it, I do feel like the gay content is sometimes fan service-y.
1: Yeah. So, like, nobody is happy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I brought this up before. I'm like, she's the first, that was the first book I read that had, like, a teen male male romance that I've had ever seen.
2: Oh, I have read many. (laughs) Oh, I had no, read no when it series. first came
1: out in like 2000 and yeah. whatever. Oh yeah, no, same,
0: personally,
1: I had read a series called
0: and none of them were good, FYI. But they were one of them was a series called Drama, drama. where it was the main character who oh, and he's like he goes to a drama camp, and he's one of those care like the storyline of this character is that he's like I guess if you knew him in real life, a lot of people would be like, ah oh, yes, that is a young gay man. But he was like, no, I am straight, but actually he was gay. But he joined drama camp, and he was in, like, the school musical, and it was a storyline of, like, coming to know himself, uh, and being comfortable with that, and, like, learning how to accept the fact that, like, everybody thought he was gay. And he's like, you're not allowed to assume I'm gay just because I like these things, but also, yes, I am. <laughs> and then I wrote another series called Rainbow Boys that I don't remember anything about, and but I remember the cover just to find
1: these things?
0: That was, I spent a lot of my life at a bookstore um as a young child and so i just bought anything i could that like i would just like go through read all the descriptions and now i can recognize what i was doing but at the time i didn't understand why i would just like always look for shit that wasn't like straight couples
1: It all makes sense now it's all coming all okay. it was, although i
0: also still read sarah dessin so like don't get me wrong mm.
1: you're, multi-fa- you're multi-faceted okay i contain multitudes exactly
0: Uh, that was us talking about the half of it next we're gonna talk about the lovebirds in a snack coming up because i think that one will be a lot shorter that is our episode of the half of it thank you guys for listening uh check out soon we'll have a rundown of the lovebirds as well as we go through sort of like a brand new um romantic comedy situation yeah and what do we think of them but thanks so much for listening check us out on twitter and on instagram
1: at eatscast please tell us what's the most embarrassing thing you did in high school for a crush oh my god yes please please, let me know
0: please have that high school confidence now and send (laughs) those comments about those things (laughs) on our twitter and on our instagram thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next time Bye.
2: bye
0: Like, I did watch the new Mark Ruffalo show, um, This I Know is True, or something like that. It was a piece of garbage. No one will ever talk about it. But we left, like, a little mini review on our Twitter, so you can check out
1: things like that. I'll probably start talking about K-dramas, because that is my life.